I just wanna give you a quick list of the benefits of organic foods and products. So they are always pesticide and herbicide free. Organic farming is better for the environment. Animals are raised in living conditions that accommodate their natural behaviors. Animals are never given antibiotics, hormones, GMO feed, or animal byproducts. A study shows that organic milk is 62% higher in omega-3 fatty acids. Organic foods and products are always GMO-free, and these products tend to be fresher, especially produce, since there can't be any preservatives. Hey, y'all. What if you really could change your life? If there was a way to be healthy and intentional in every area of your life? Good news, there is. And we show you how each week on All of You Whole. Hosted by me, Caroline Fossil, entrepreneur, wellness expert, author, and speaker. Every episode is an in-depth look at how to help you get unstuck, be brave in your life choices, and have a meaningful life. All either from my own experiences or from the experts I interview. My goal is to help you build a healthy, connected, and intentional life that fulfills your greatest purpose. Today, we are going to talk about organic food in the United States. And I say United States because every single country has different requirements for the label organic. And so we are going to dive in specifically to what the USDA certified organic label means in the United States. I think this is a really, really important topic. My research, which we will talk about in a minute, really revealed to me that the term organic is completely misunderstood in our environment. And a lot of people think that maybe organic means just more expensive food. A lot of people think that organic just means it came from the ground. That's an organic carrot. So why would I pay more for that than a regular carrot? And so my goal for today is that we really clarify what the word organic means and why it is better for you and the environment. So first off, let's go to the very basics. What is the official definition of organic? So there are words that are protected and regulated and words that are not. And organic as a term actually is protected and regulated by the National Organic Program, which is the NOP. And the NOP falls under the USDA, which is the U.S. Department of Agriculture's jurisdiction. So typically, the USDA is responsible for the safety of meat, poultry, and egg products alone. And food. And the FDA, which is the Food and Drug Administration, regulates all other foods. But when it comes to organic foods, their certified organic status is regulated by the USDA while they still have to meet all of the typical safety standards issued by the FDA, which means organic is regulated by both. So let's dive into what this label actually means for you. So this is the official definition of organic defined by the USDA. Organic production is a system that is managed to respond to site-specific conditions by integrating cultural, biological, and mechanical practices that foster cycling of resources, promote ecological balance, and conserve biodiversity. 
(laughs) Super simple, right? Honestly, reading that definition tells me why a lot of people don't understand what the word organic means and especially what it means for them, their families, and the world. That is a really unclear definition. And so to be honest, the organic label seems to suffer from a lack of communication of what the label entails and a lack of understanding on the side of consumers. So this lack of clarity about what certified organic really means is a huge issue and one that I hope to clear up for you today. So according to the Organic Produce Network from a 2019 report from the Mintel Group Limited, just 26% of U.S. consumers say that they trust the organic label. So that's huge. Only 26% of U.S. consumers say they trust the organic label. And some common misconceptions are that organic just means that it's an organic item, like I said, so it's just from the earth. And this thinking would be like all bananas are organic. That's an organic item. That is a banana from a banana tree. That's organic. What's interesting is that this thought process and this definition is more often the meaning of the word natural, which is an unregulated term. So we talked about organic actually having regulation and inspection, but the term natural does not mean a whole lot, and that is an unregulated term. So neither the USDA nor the U.S. Food and Drug Administration regulates the term natural. And from the FDA.gov website, this is what they say about that term. Although the FDA has not engaged in rulemaking to establish a formal definition for the term natural, we do have a longstanding policy concerning the use of natural and human food labeling. The FDA has considered the term natural to mean that nothing artificial or synthetic, including all color additives, regardless of source, has been included in or has been added to a food that would not normally be expected to be in that food. So according to a report from the FDA, prior to 1990, the FDA did not try to restrict the use of the term natural, except for added color, synthetic substances, and flavors. I read this September 2019 report from the FDA that promised an updated definition of the term natural. A lot of people want either the term natural to be taken off of all food products, so completely banned and not allowed, or really, really stricter than it is now. So to mean something a lot more strict than what it means now. And they wanted to update that term natural in a 2019 report. They said it's coming soon. And there's a lot of news reports about we're getting a new rules and regulations around the word natural. But unfortunately, as of April of 2022, that update still hasn't happened yet. So that term natural actually doesn't mean very much. So it might be shocking to you to learn that animals raised with antibiotics can fall under the natural label, and so can high fructose corn syrup. 
And when it comes to regulation of the term natural, the natural labels are removed from foods only when the maker of the product is rifled with lawsuits. So consumers can actually sue companies for the use of the word natural, and then it's up to the courts and judges to decide if that term should stay on it or not, but the FDA actually isn't involved in that process. So I tell you all of this because a lot of people actually trust the word natural and don't trust the word organic, but it should really be flip-flopped because the word natural doesn't mean a lot and it isn't a regulated term. So you don't have to prove anything if you want to put the word natural on your product. So organic is protected and regulated by the USDA, but natural is not. And regardless of this information, only 13% of US consumers believe it, Mintel's research found. So how do Americans feel about organic produce in general? So Americans are divided about a lot, right? But they are very closely divided over the health benefits of organic produce. Some 45% of U.S. adults say organic fruits and vegetables are better for you than conventionally grown produce, compared with 51%, so that would be the majority, who say that organic produce is neither better nor worse, and that's according to a Pew Research Center survey from 2018. So the share of U.S. adults who say that organic produce is better for one's health has actually declined by 10 percentage points since a 2016 survey. So I don't love that not only do more people think organic produce is not better for you, that number of people who say that organic produce is better for you is actually declining. So let's get really clear here since the first definition of organic that I gave you is a little unclear. Let's get clear here. So the organic standards are process-based. So that means that they establish the rules for an entire system of farming that follows a product from its beginning on the farm all the way to retail. So organic is even more than how it's grown. It's like beginning all the way getting to the store. Every single thing is monitored and inspected. So every single step of the process has to conform to USDA certified organic standards. So there are four types of products that can be certified organic. That is crops, livestock, processed products, so a finished product made with multiple ingredients, and wild crops. So let's go through what organic means for three different types of products, produce, meat, and then those final products. So when it comes to organic produce, produce can be called organic if it's certified to have grown on soil that had no prohibited substances applied for three years prior to harvest. Prohibited substances include most synthetic fertilizers and pesticides. So that's herbicides and pesticides. And that three years is really important because you may see some products listed as transitional organic. And what that means is that farm is transitioning from 
a non-organic farm to an organic farm. And as we just learned, it takes three years of no herbicides and pesticides in order to be fully certified organic. And so if there is a product, a crop that was grown within those three years, what that means is they are not currently using fertilizers or pesticides, but they have within the last three years. Even though, of course, fully organic products are going to end up having less herbicides and pesticides on the final product, I do think that it's important to support transitional organic farms because they are doing the right thing in transitioning to an organic farm. So as for organic meat, the regulations require that animals are raised in living conditions that accommodate their natural behaviors. So that would be like the ability to graze on pasture for cows, fed 100% organic feed and forage, and not administered antibiotics or hormones. As I'm sure you know, a lot of animals are given antibiotics prophylactically, meaning before anything ever even happens to them, before they get sick, and that's because of these feedlots that they are a part of make them sicker, and so they could be administered antibiotics even before they are sick. Additionally, I really appreciate the 100% organic feed and forage because that means that the food that we are even giving these animals is 100% organic. And organic meat does not have to be 100% grass-fed certified, but I've even heard of, especially friends with autoimmune diseases, that they can't eat grains themselves. Even eating animals that have eaten grains can affect them negatively. And so I think that it's really important that we start not only thinking about what we are eating, but what is the animal that we're eating eating? It sounds absolutely crazy, but it actually can affect the final product and what we are putting in our bodies. So when it comes to processed multi-ingredient foods, so like a final product, the USDA organic standards specify additional considerations for these products. So regulations prohibit organically processed foods from containing artificial preservatives, colors, or flavors, and require that their ingredients are organic with some minor exceptions. Some examples of these exceptions are processed organic foods can contain some approved non-agricultural ingredients like enzymes and yogurt, I'm sure you've seen, or pectin in fruit jams or baking soda in baked goods. So when it comes to all products, whether that is produce meat or final products, the methods are also really important when it comes to organic certification. So methods like irradiation, sewage sludge, which yuck, (laughs) and genetic engineering are all expressly prohibited from being used when growing or processing organic foods. I am really grossed out by the term sewage sludge and uh, really glad that when you eat organic foods, that is not a part of the foods that you're eating. And additionally, just on that GMO line of thought, so one thing that's really important with organic foods is you'll often see an organic label and a non-GMO label on a product because anything that is certified organic 
cannot be a genetically modified organism. Additionally, the especially when it's uh, meat, they cannot eat any GMO foods because, like we said, the feed has to be 100% organic, which automatically means there's no GMOs. So when you're eating organic foods, there's no GMOs involved in any part of the process, and I really appreciate that. Now that we know what the term organic means, especially when it comes to produce, meat, and final products, I would love to dive into why organic is actually better for you, and not only better for you, but also better for the planet. So according to the USDA, organic farming practices can improve water quality, it can conserve energy, increase biodiversity, and contribute to soil health. We could dive in really deep to every single thing on this list, but I just want to give you a quick list of the benefits of organic foods and products. So they are always pesticide and herbicide free. Organic farming is better for the environment. Animals are raised in living conditions that accommodate their natural behaviors. Animals are never given antibiotics, hormones, GMO feed, or animal byproducts. A study shows that organic milk is 62% higher in omega-3 fatty acids. Organic foods and products are always GMO-free. And these products tend to be fresher, especially produce, since there can't be any preservatives. So let's talk about pesticides for a minute. Pesticides are terrible for your health. Even the Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA, who oversees the use of pesticides, admits that they can affect the nervous system, irritate skin or eyes, be carcinogens, or cause cancer, and affect our endocrine systems, which is the hormones in our body. Pesticides are what farmers can spray on plants to get rid of pests. This is also terrible because they spray them on the plants and it is not like we choose the good bugs to keep and the bad bugs to kill. It kills all pests. So obviously something that is poison is not good for our health. Also, the use of pesticides can create superbugs because our plants, our animals, and even us, you know, we respond to our environment. And so animals and bugs can start to evolve to not be affected by pesticides. And so then we start getting these superbugs who are actually unaffected by pesticides, which is terrible. Additionally, when you kill all of the bugs in a space, then the biodiversity is just wiped out, right? So when you're able to grow crops organically, you have all different types of bugs, then you have all different types of birds, and it's just a healthier ecosystem all over, all around. So herbicides, which I'm sure you've heard of glyphosate, are also terrible for our health. WebMD says the long-term health risks of glyphosate are cancer, liver and kidney damage, and reproductive and development issues. So as a reminder, organic food never has pesticides or herbicides applied to it. So that is why organic food is healthier for our bodies, but I also want to tell you why organic food is better for the environment. So 
Organic practices reduce pollution, soil erosion, and total energy used. And additionally, the lack of pesticides and herbicides benefits, like we just talked about, humans around those farming areas, birds, and environments around the farm by keeping toxins out of the air, water, and soil. Organic farming also encourages biodiversity because it's not using pesticides. And this is very crucial specifically for the bees that we are all trying to save. Organic farmers utilize crop rotation to keep soil healthy and reduce the needs for pesticides, which is really, really crucial for soil health. So I want to talk really quickly if you cannot spend money on organic food. The Environmental Working Group comes out with a Dirty Dozen and Clean 15 list every single year. So what it is, is the Dirty Dozen list tells you the foods with the most pesticide contamination. And so these are the fruits and vegetables that you should either buy organic or avoid if you can. And for 2022, this list is strawberries, spinach, kale, collard greens, and mustard greens, nectarines, apples, grapes, bell and hot peppers, cherries, peaches, pears, celery, and tomatoes. So again, you should either buy these foods organic, don't buy them at all, or I love using my Branch Basics all-purpose cleaner to spray my fruits and veggies to clean them, even my organic fruits and veggies. So I would recommend if you do end up getting conventional types of these produce items, I would absolutely recommend really soaking, spraying with Branch Basics, concentrate and cleaner, and really try to clean off because the pesticides and herbicides will be on the surface of these fruits. If you've never gotten Branch Basics before, I will put a link in the show notes and you can use my code, all of you whole. So organic food is definitely more expensive. That is one of the things that most people think because it is mostly true most of the time. And it is more expensive because the organic certification involves the entire process of farming from start to finish as we've talked about. And according to the Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations, typically organic operations aren't scaled to the size of conventional farming. So when you scale anything, that final process is going to be less expensive. And this is a great thing for a lot of reasons that organic farms are smaller, but it does transfer to a higher final price in the finished product. And organic food supply is actually less than the demand for organic products. So that also drives the prices up. So if you're sitting here thinking, Caroline, I can barely afford my current groceries. I definitely can't afford organic. I want to talk about the ways to make organic cheaper and the ways to make your overall groceries cheaper. While eating organic is always better for the environment, no matter whether it's the Clean 15 or the Dirty Dozen list, if you're looking for ways to make organic cheaper, I would definitely prioritize buying organic, the items on the Dirty Dozen list that I just mentioned. And then I'm about to tell you the list of Clean 15 fruits and vegetables that have the least traces of pesticides even when they're conventionally grown. So these are items that if you have a budget and you can't buy everything organic, this would be the list of things to buy conventional. So the Clean 15 list for 2022 
is avocados, sweet corn, pineapple, onions, papaya, sweet peas, asparagus, honeydew melon, kiwi, cabbage, mushrooms, cantaloupe, mangoes, watermelon, and sweet potatoes. So those would be the things that I would buy not organic. And just generally, if something has a shell or a rough exterior similar to avocados that you are not going to eat, okay, you'll notice a lot of things on this list do have a hard exterior that you're not going to eat. Those would be the things I would prioritize getting conventional if you need to. Obviously, Getting everything organic is better for the environment and better for you, but if you have to get things not organic, those would be the things I would get not organic. So in general, as a family, we make our groceries cheaper by eating seasonally because when you eat seasonally, those things are in season, they're probably grown closer to where you live, and because of that, they are cheaper in season. We shop local. You can buy in bulk, which ends up saving you money. You can get ingredients instead of already made products. So, you know, getting dried beans instead of canned beans that are already cooked or salad dressings and sauces. When you home make those things, they're significantly cheaper than buying already made sauces and items like that. You can stock up on non-perishable items when those items are on sale or when perishable items like berries are on sale, you can buy them and freeze them. And then honestly, one of the things that saves the most money for us is only buying nutrient-dense foods and we skip out on entire categories that other people can spend hundreds of dollars on. So we really skip out on typical snack foods for the most part and even beverages. So there are those moms that are just known for having snacks and having like the best snacks. And typically our family eats breakfast, lunch, and dinner and doesn't snack very much between meals. And so it's hilarious with the kids in the neighborhood and my kids' friends, they know like they come to our house and I'm like, do you want an apple? What about some berries? You want some carrots? Like we just eat real food all the time. And so I just don't have a lot of like, packaged foods and so that ends up being a lot cheaper but I do get some side eye glances from kids when they come over. So let's talk about the inspection process a little bit to wrap up this conversation about organic food. So who inspects organic products and the practices? The organic operations are certified by private, foreign, or state entities that have been accredited by the USDA. So if you turn a product around that's organic, it will always tell you certified organic by who? Who certified this product organic? And what that means is that is a certifying agent that is located throughout the U.S. and the world. When things are imported to the U.S., they still have to go through the USDA certification process. And these certifying agents are responsible for ensuring that organic products meet every single organic standard. And That certification inspection is an interesting process. So 
Every single operation that applies for organic certification is first inspected on site by a certifying agent that we just talked about. And these are comprehensive inspections, okay? Top to bottom inspections, and they differ in scope depending on the farm or facility or what type of product they are raising. So for example, for crops, they include inspection of fields, soil conditions, of crop health, approaches to manage management of weeds and other pests, the water systems that they use, the storage areas and equipment. Like it is really top to bottom here and that's why I trust the organic label so much. For livestock, they include the inspection of the feed production and purchase records of the feed that they're supplying to the animals they're raising the feed rations, animal living conditions, preventative health management practices, health records, and the number and condition of animals present on the farm. At a handling or processing facility, an inspector evaluates the receiving, the processing, and the storage areas used for organic ingredients and finished products. These inspections are not just one and done. These inspections are repeated at least once a year to confirm continued compliance. So the USDA certified organic label is a label that you can trust. So I know that that was a lot about the organic term, but I really hope that this episode gave you some insight into organic foods and why they're a better option for ourselves, our families, and our planet. As more and more of us buy organic, it will encourage more farmers to make the switch. It will encourage grocery stores to carry more organic products. And truly, truly, we are voting with our purchases. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode, and I will see you next week.